Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, friends, welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. You know, revelation is flowing from heaven, and that's what I do in my ministry is I listen for the Lord, and I give it to you in different ways through the daily prophetic, the weekly words. I'm just always doing videos and different things. Sometimes I give so much prophecy and direction, it's kind of hard to keep up with. I know that I have trouble keeping up with the words the Lord gives me, so I try to bring things back and remind people of what's going on right now. That's one of my gifts. I'm a times and seasons type of prophetic person. In other words, the things that I talk about really talk about right now, not so much way down the line, you know, way into the future, but what you can do right now to change your life. And I'm excited because God's going to open something for you, right? I I really feel there's going to be some encouragement. There's going to be some things shift over your life right now. So, Lord, we pray that. We pray for the spirit of revelation and understanding to come, the spirit of truth, the spirit of counsel and might, knowledge. We just pray for those things to flow from heaven unto earth in Jesus' name. Amen. Habakkuk 2.3 is one of my favorite verses. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait on it. It certainly will come without delay. This is the way prophecy and the prophetic giftings, whether it's a prophetic dream, a word of knowledge, or, or encouragement, sometimes it will linger because God wants to work some things out in your life first. But the Lord says this. He just says it. Though it linger, wait on it. It's going to come. Now, the Lord speaks the end from the beginning. That way, he gives you the instructions, and that's why it seems like sometimes he's doing the carrot. You know, it's dangling out there, and then sometimes you don't see it anymore, and it feels, you know, like things might not come about in the timing that you thought it would be. But this is the spirit of prophecy. It's what God intends for us. He instructs us, and it's really to give us hope. And Romans 5, 5 says, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. God wants to bring you a shot of hope, a shot of love, and a shot of encouragement right now. I'm going to help you to get on the timetable of God, and then we're going to bring on a special guest who has an encouraging gift as well. It's going to really take things to an entirely new level. God is imparting angels right now. I just want to talk about this. It would help to get into sync with what he's doing. Now, I've seen these gathering angels. It's mentioned in Mark chapter 13, verse 27. And he will send the angels who will gather the elect from the four winds from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now, this is interesting. The gathering angels will bring the elect. Those are people called to be in the kingdom. You Maybe there's family members or people you know, but they're gathering angels who have one purpose, one purpose only, and they operate in 
the winds. This is very interesting because we talk about the winds of change coming, and we talk about the wind of God. There's different things in the Bible about this, but the Lord is doing something right now where he's gathering you together with people that you need to be around for this next season. Now, we're talking about what God's doing in the year, in the new year, and it's really important to get on the timetable of what the Lord's doing. And I heard the Lord say that he's blowing upon prophetic promises of the past. This is important, because when I started talking, I was talking about the Habakkuk word, about though it linger, wait on it, because some of the prophecies, not all of them are applicable to you, but some of the prophecies the Lord has spoken to you in the past are going to start coming about. Now, not all of them, of course, but he's going to make it very clear. And I saw this vision, kind of like the Valley of Dry Bones in Ezekiel 37. And if you've never read that, it'd be a good idea to read it and get that in your spirit. God is going to blow upon the dry bones of the past. And if you've gone through a difficult season, you can bet right now the Lord is going to give you an impartation of hope. Many people have stopped hoping in some cases. I talk to people all the time. In fact, I became a prophetic life coach a number of years ago to help people to grab hold of what God was saying and bring it into reality. I call it activation. Sometimes I've met people who've actually given up hope. Now, you don't want to give up hope because God is the God of hope. He's, he's going to do some new things. Now, you might get discouraged at time, but I want to encourage you not to give up if you have not seen the breakthrough that you need. So it's safe to hope again. I'm releasing this word right now. It is safe to hope once again. Previous promises and prophetic words are now being updated to be fulfilled. And uh, for various reasons, they didn't come about maybe in, in the previous season. But I tell you, the Lord is doing something new right now in this area. Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth. Thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises above you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and kings drawn to the brightness of your dawn. Now, this is interesting because we're in this time where things look dark. You know, it looks like the darkness is covering the earth and the storm is here. But I tell you, write this down, Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 3. Stick that on your refrigerator. I say right now is a time to prophesy Isaiah 60 into your life. Arise and shine. I say that to you right now. Rise up and shine. Let the glory of the Lord rise upon you. Let that thick darkness be dispelled because God is going to move. He's going to do the promises. He's going to do the things that he said he would do. And he's going to do it. Don't it linger. Wait on it, for it surely will come. Now, sometimes relational words and words about marriage and things like that, people start thinking about that all the time when you talk about prophecies that didn't come about what I'm talking about here is more like life callings, and it might be that case that that mate that the Lord has promised you, those types of things. But I just want you to really get an open mind here. Open your spirit up and ask the Lord to reveal to you if there's anything that he's spoken to you in the past that is actually coming now, that you feel it. Ask him. 
I'm telling you, the Lord is speaking right now. Isaiah 60, verse 11, your gates will always stand open and they will never shut day or night so that the people may bring the wealth of the nations, their kings led in triumphal procession. Listen, wow. The wealth of the nations is going to start flowing into the kingdom of God, into people who will use it. It doesn't necessarily mean the church or churches. It could be. If people are doing, if churches are doing the work of God and they're doing it with love, then yes, the wealth of the nations, the Lord will start to give you strategies. This is not, you know, a a wealth and prosperity message, what I'm giving right now. I'm talking about the Lord giving us divine strategies so that we can fulfill these things that he's called us to do, so that we can do humanitarian things at a global level because of all the tragedies that we're seeing, or that we could reach people who don't have money. You know, there's there's people who don't have money out there, and we want to help them and, and help them with food and housing and things like that. You know, we have to be able to do this. I believe the Lord is going to give business strategies into specific people right now. He's downloading strategies in this season. And this is the time that the gates are going to open. A shift is happening in the spiritual atmosphere. And God is going to do something new. Now, I was a businessman before I was a minister. But, you know, when I think about it, I was actually both at the time. They call it bivocational or something like that. But I actually started out in the business world in a corporate job in the San Francisco Bay Area for a number of years. I did ministry at night and, you know, on the weekends I had to work my full-time job. And I did uh, ministry at a mission. You know, I visited inmates at Death Row San Quentin. I just did stuff, anything and everything. I helped everywhere I could. Because I wanted to do the work of God, but I wasn't released yet to become what I'm doing today. But in the midst of that, that was the best training, I tell you. It was better than any Bible training. I've had Bible training since then. But it was better than any type of training that I could get is getting God's heart for people to be able to communicate in a way that people can understand what you're saying. Well, I have a special guest on our podcast today, Stephen Springer. He's a good friend of mine. He and his wife, Renee, are founders and senior leaders of Global Presence Ministry in Madison, Wisconsin. They have a transformational center also in Africa as well. But the Springers actually provide an apostolic oversight to churches around the United States and internationally. And they minister around the world. And I tell you, this is what I like about it because they merge their business background with arts and entertainment in that industry into the nonprofit sector. And the Springers also empower people to break out of their routines and help people transform their communities. And I've been friends with Stephen and Renee for a long time. I've got Stephen on the podcast today and I've spoken at his school of ministry and his church, and also, I felt the Lord say, you need to get Stephen on the podcast because he's got something to release, and we just saw each other maybe a couple weeks ago at a ministry time, and we were praying and talking about it, and I felt, yeah, he's got something that needs to be released right now, so I'm really excited. This, this is a fresh 
messages is a fresh moment that God has ordained. And I want to encourage you to get someone to listen to this because it's going to be a really good impartation of hope. Stephen, welcome to the podcast. Wow, it is uh, a real pleasure to be here today, Doug, because we live in exciting times. Yeah, I'm really man. just so stoked to just be on this podcast. I am just to, so glad. To muddle because... and, and, and just process what the Lord's doing. Yeah, because God spoke to me. You know, I could have had you on a while ago, but I, I kept hearing the Lord saying, I'm going to tell you when, because there's something divine about the time. And yeah. I heard him, and this worked out, and I'm just so excited. So, hey, tell everybody, you know, maybe people in our tribe don't know anything about you and your ministry, so just give us an update. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Stephen Springer, uh, my wife Renee and I actually lead a ministry in Madison, Wisconsin, called Global Presence. Um, so we're headquartered here, but traveling the globe, hence the name Global Presence. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an apostolic hub with a house of prayer and just a place of just getting, getting near to the Lord. You know what I mean? And, and that's really what we've been doing even in this season. It's been a season of just pressing into the deeper place. And I honestly feel like that's just an invitation for all of us, even as we, we, uh, we and I, all I'm seeing like this, this birth canal of like new things, but it's, it's the season of just pressing into the deeper place of the Lord. And so that's what we've been doing over the last number of months and just, just seeing just amazing things. Just those little baby steps and those morsels of like the invitation to go to the deeper place. So it's it's been real exciting and real excited even for what what God has in store for this next year as well. You know, and and just uh, you know my my daughter Elizabeth too. She's been traveling with us a bit, and you know she's got this amazing thing her heart just just ignited for actually the arts and entertainment industry. Wow. And so we're we're just trying to help her along through that whole process as well. And to see how the Lord would navigate even in that. So, yeah, it's a little bit what's been going on with us, but just seeing God do amazing things in the nation right now, Doug, and as well as the nations of the earth, and just real excited to be alive during this time. I'll tell yeah. you what. You know I'm what? Just so it's, excited. Some people don't realize it, that God is moving. I'm telling you. You yeah, might not see it is. where you are. Maybe, 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 maybe you do, maybe you don't, but he is doing stuff. I tell you the truth. It's happening and that's what I, I really love about you guys is you, you have that combination of the intimacy of the Lord, the deep worship, the prayer, this commitment to prayer, and this, this um, practical side of actually going out and doing it and demonstrating and changing your community. I love you guys for that. Yeah. You know, and that's the exciting part is that, you know, it's the Jerusalem first, you know, here in Madison is that we've been so faithful for what the Lord's called us to do here. And, you know, from that, he just continues to open just the different realms and, and I tell you what, Doug, right now I'm, I'm gone half the year traveling to the nations. And part of it has just been faithful to what the Lord asked you to do in your own city, in your own backyard, even in your own family, you know. And from that, he just continues to throw just the oil of his presence on it. And we get to run with him wherever he says go. We just say, OK, let's go. Yeah, it is so cool. So are you guys from there? So Renee's originally from Madison. I'm, I'm from Wisconsin, actually moved to Madison to actually go to school at the university. And so that's what brought me here. I've tried to escape many times, Doug, <laughs> but, but this, is, this, is, this, is, this is really our home base for this particular season. And, and we'll just see how the Lord continues to unfold yeah. just uh, what he's doing here in the Upper Great Lakes, as well as uh, just in this nation. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, you have a lot of favor there, and I've been there and spoken at your school, and you know, yeah. and just you know, I just want to say that if if you have kids that are in ministry and you have kids who want to serve God or or follow their heart, you're doing something right. 
doesn't mean that the other people are doing something wrong. I'm just saying there's something significant about that. And I just want to commend you for that testimony yeah. about your daughter, Elizabeth. That's amazing. Yeah, it's been really good just to see her kind of blossom and grow. And, you know, and, you know, she's, she's got a better testimony than me, I would say, a lot of times. Because, you know, That's... I came out of the muck and the mire from hell and back. And you know what? She's grown up knowing Jesus her entire life. I mean, that is wow. the most wow. amazing thing. And just, just growing up in, in the prophetic, growing up in just the supernatural as being normal. And I mean, the, just the things that she's seen, even at a young age, she's laying hands on people and they're getting their hearing back and eyesight wow. back. It's just the world that she's grown up in. It's yeah, so what exciting. a paradigm, huh? Wow, that is. It a, really is. It's amazing. So we were talking ahead of time and we were just praying and the, the presence of God came and we were just, we could go a whole bunch of different ways, but just felt like the Lord put something on your heart. And I just wanted to give you the opportunity to share that and, and just give us what the Lord's given you. Yeah. You know, I, I believe that, you know, we, we talked about just the season where it seems like hope has been deferred. And what the Lord was showing me is that we need to burst the breakthrough, you know, and, and I think that's, that's part of what the Lord is actually inviting us into, you know, where even it says Proverbs 13, 12, it says, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when desire comes, it's a tree of life. And even that word desire actually means of the Father. Like when the truth and the words that the Father spoken, all of a sudden there's this new dimension of life that God wants to bring about. And just this whole idea of hope, you know, even where it talks about in Romans, you know, now hope doesn't disappoint, but it's like the love of God that's been poured out in us. And in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And it's like, that's what God is bringing us into. And we just need to begin to get a glimpse of the horizon where you just see the word hope and it's excitement and it's anointing and it's grace and it's his holy fire inviting us into the depths of his heart. And so I just believe that we're in a season where we get to birth this breakthrough into seeing just that tree of life erupt, you know, it yeah. excites me what, what we're being invited into. Yeah, I love this because I usually record an intro when I do an interview for a speaker or a writer, and I recorded this ahead of time, I tell you, I prayed and, and got the same verses about the hope, and I got the same verse about hope does not disappoint. That's a verse exactly that I used. So I just want, on. I want everybody to know that this is a sign. It's a confirmation. God's doing something new. He wants to give you an impartation of hope. That's so true. And, and the thing about it is that how do we birth it? I mean, the way we birth it is just spending time in His presence. You know, yeah. sometimes we, 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 we want to complicate just what God's inviting us into. And to me, you know, that's what I love about the prophetic, too, because the prophetic is always an invitation into the deeper things of the Spirit, where we get to read between the lines of what the Father's saying that just draws us in, where our heart can get excited and engage with what He's saying and what He's doing. And that's what I really feel like, you know, God is on the move in ways that we've never seen before, Doug. And that. That just, and that's the season we're in. I mean, we're in, you know, we've heard the words from last year was like, we're a season of acceleration. Well, what the Lord told me that we're actually heading into a season of extreme acceleration. And at one point in this vision, I saw the father just like literally press his foot all the way to the floorboard. And he's opening up just this dimension of acceleration where, where there was a momentum that started is about to enter in. We're, we're about to move in the deep things of the spirit. Yeah. So last year you you got the word about acceleration and um, yes. a lot of prophetic people. I think I got something about that too. So now now we're shifting. And uh, so what is it you're getting for this year? You know, this year too. I you know I think you know the big thing is that just with uh, what I've been seeing as we've been traveling is that we're really heading into this amazing harvest season 
where, where God is just, one, just getting the harvest ready, but two, he's actually making his people ready to, to be the harvesters, you know? And I think, you know, so often, you know, in, I would say in some old paradigms and mindsets, you know, we always left that to the evangelist job and that's the pastor's job where actually we're all being invited in to be the dispensers of this new wine, dispensers of God's goodness so that the world can see and taste how amazing our father is. And, you know, that's one thing that I really sense for this year is that we're about to enter into this, this whole shift in the spirit where we get to be with the father where he is. And then in the same sense, we get to represent him in a way that the world can actually see how good he is. I mean, true, just ambassadors of God's kindness, because when people see the kindness of God, Doug, it's like, see, that's what draws people in, you know? And I think that's part of what we're, as we get drawn into the, the truth of who our identity. And, you know, we talked about even before the show, just this, this whole thing against identity and identity theft. Well, this is the season where the Father is going to take us into to new understandings, this, 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 this awakening, dawning rays of a new day of, of our true identity that we can press in and move forward into what he's called us to be. And as, as we understand who we're called to be and we be from that place, then we can actually do the, the good works that he's had planned for us. Yeah, I love that, man. Just give us some more. Let's go to the deep end. That's what I like about you. Let's just take it deep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, one of the things, too, the Lord was really showing me about this year is, is this this fresh anointing of, of the seer dimension that God wants to bring about. And, uh, you know, it's like a whole new breed of seer that's coming forth. It's, what I kept seeing was like this, this, this new breed of seer is going to allow us to invade spaces and places with heavenly revelation, with kingdom solutions. And I think that's the key, Doug, in this season is that, that even us as seers, one, we get to train and equip the next, you know, I would say next generation of seers. But with that, we're all being invited into a whole nother level to come alongside kings because, see, kings want to give us an ear only if we have something to say that's going to bring about solutions. And I think that's the thing is, what, you know, even with the, that Daniel dimension and that Joseph dimension is that, you know, the dreamers, the seers, that as we see what God is doing in the heavenly realms and we actually choose to assume a position where we're seated with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, and we actually see from the Father's vantage point, God's going to release those those realities, those kingdom solutions that are going to bring about good all over the, uh, at the end of the earth. And one, one of the things that Lord said, he's, he's, he's bringing about kingdom solutionists. I don't even know if that's a word, but that's what I kept seeing. Kingdom solutionists. <laughs> Works for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a scripture that goes along with yeah, that. He was kind of showing me too, actually in first Samuel nine nineteen, being that it's a nine nineteen year. It says, and then Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Now go up before me to the high place. For you shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let you go, and I will tell you all that is in your heart. And that's what I really feel like, that there's even those that are called to be kings, and is that we're going to be able to come alongside them in this season with what we're seeing from the heavenly perspective, and then bring those things that can actually transform the world that's around us. Yeah, yeah. So this uh, king could represent leaders or anything like that. You can actually... Yeah, yeah, correct. So, yeah, yeah. I suppose we should define that. What is a king? Well, a king can be the leader, the president of the of the parent teachers association or the neighborhood association. Just those that are in authority that actually need help. Yeah, I love this. I'd never recognized that First Samuel nine nineteen in the twenty nineteen and about the seer. That is so powerful. Now, uh, yeah. is there any more revelation on the seer? Well, it's interesting because even today I was I was traveling today and. On my way home, I actually saw five bald eagles. Wow. And what the Lord was saying to me, that there is a grace 
for the prophets in this time, that divine revelation that goes beyond our wildest imagination is about to release, because he's empowering us to see through grace eyes. And it's that, that empowering grace that allows us to see what the Father's up to. And I really believe that we're going to one to a higher place, that even with those eagles, we're going to have the eagle's eyes to see beyond the problems and things that are going on. You know, even like Isaiah says in Isaiah, you know, chapter 60, you know, arise, shine for our light has come, you know, and it, it, never mind the darkness. And I think too often, even as prophetic intercessors at times, we can kind of get focused on just the issues and the struggles that are going on where, where God is calling us up to the higher place where, where the glory is. And see, there's new glory realms that are being released to us as well, even as, as prophetic seers and prophets and voices that will bring encouragement and change and transformation in this generation. Yeah, it's got to be at the higher level. But it starts down at that intimate place, and then God gives, wow, what a picture. I tell you, when, when you told me about those eagles— you know, for those who don't know, five represents grace, and eagles represents the prophetic, and of course, uh, the seer and the ability to see things that most people don't, and also freedom. It, it's a freedom that comes. I love this word, and oh, this is absolutely. being released right now. Right on. Ooh, I just felt it. <laughs> Let's just release right now I, in the name of Jesus. We'll just oh, uh, just take this this little prophetic break here and release that anointing that just go ahead and do that that steve because there's something is or you just had this today and he had that encounter today. with the eagles today and so lord just yes, release so father, this but even now father i just decree and declare a release of that grace for those that have ears to hear what it is you're saying holy spirit give us eyes to get above even the clouds and the noise and the clamor of, of even just the, that second heaven dimension lord you're taking us to the higher place so that our perspective sees from the highest place. But I just right now release that grace right now to the prophetic eyes, to the prophetic ears in the name of Jesus. I say you shall hear, you shall see what it is the Father's saying and doing. I declare that now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the other things, uh, back in October, Doug, I was actually uh, in Macedonia. And uh, one of the mornings I had a dream. And, and in this dream, I actually had an encounter with the Apostle Paul in Macedonia. And so all of a sudden— in So you were dream, actually in the real Macedonia? Just what, in the real Macedonia. Wow. Actually, I was, I was invited there to, to speak and share. Uh, it wasn't during a vision. It was actually an email the guy sent me, invited me. But, you know, the whole, the whole idea of just going to Macedonia because there was someone crying and asking, come here and help me. <laughs> yeah, so right. I, so I did. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was real interesting because in the dream— Paul, the apostle, shows up, and then the, the individual, the gentleman, uh, Zoran, who invited me to come there, the man from Macedonia, and then there was two other individuals that, that as I see in, in, in the dream, it was actually Timothy, who was Paul's spiritual son, and then Silas, who was the prophet. And so there's this dimension of just the apostle, the prophet, and of course, the blending of the generations is going to be so key for what the Lord wants to pour out in this time and this hour. But it was real interesting that as as the Apostle Paul began to let us, he was like, I want to show you where the ancient apostolic wells in Macedonia are that will unlock an awakening fountain of God's grace that will flood the earth once again, and it will begin in Europe and go around the world. And I'm like, whoa, that's pretty awesome, you know? And so we went to this one place, and he pointed. He goes, dig here. So Zoran and I began to dig, and as we were digging, we, we dug down maybe a foot and a half, 18, 19 inches, and we hit this cover, and then we just spoke. We said, ancient wells, 
open up. And we just kind of lifted the cap. And all of a sudden, I mean, literally, it was like a fountainhead where water that you couldn't even contain, where the cap of the fountainhead actually blew up, where it was no longer even be able to put back on. And even as I was kind of just kind of pressing into that, what was the Lord saying with that? Is that part of even the, the debris and stuff that was sitting on top of the well? And I, what I thought was, it was just this religion and it was tradition, just the, the ways we used to do things that actually just kind of stifled the waters of revival from coming forth. And as we spoke to those things and we unearthed just the religious rhetoric and noise, all of a sudden, boof, I mean, the geyser. And we went to five different places. And again, just that number of five being grace. And there's such a grace that God wants to pour out upon his people in this day and this hour. And it's an apostolic and prophetic thing that even when we go into Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, it says that that it's, it's built upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets with Jesus as their cornerstone. So there's there's a dimension of the kingdom that's going to come forth in this day and this hour. And I believe that that's what Paul was really trying to trying to show us that as, as, as these things are uncapped and, and the religious stuff is removed, these fountains will not be stopped. This revival will not be stopped because it's these grace fountains that are going to release life and liberty and wholeness and a whole new dimension of miracles in this hour in which we live, Doug. It's amazing. Yeah, this was, when did this happen? This was a real dream. This is a real dream on October 4th, actually, wow. not too long ago. Yeah, this is powerful, man. Uh, this I love about you. You're telling us these things that, that happened. These are supernatural encounters where this is on earth as it is in heaven, where where heaven comes Absolutely. to earth and is interacting with you like a, like a dream or, you know, or you see things um, like this. But this is so powerful because of um, the whole connection then with Macedonia and this word about the apostles and the prophets. Maybe explain that a little bit more for people. Yeah, yeah you know, so in, in Ephesians chapter 4, Paul was just really trying to give us a, a breakdown of who Jesus put in place. He actually calls them Christ's gifts. And he said, and Christ gave some, and he says that some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors and teachers. And the whole idea that th- th- those grace gifts that were given are actually there to equip the saints for the work of ministry. And, you know, it, even in that, Paul actually uses a, a uh, it's actually a medical term, ketsartizo, um, which actually means to reset or shift or to, to set a bone or to do a chiropractic shift, that when we equip, even in those positions, well, then the, the, the world actually sees the true manifestation of what God really longs for us to be, you know, and it's it's not about, Again, you know, too often, I think, you know, what the Lord was showing us for for a long time is as many of us as as prophetic seers is that, you know, we we did really well with just three of those five. We had, you know, we had the evangelist, we had the pastor, we had the teacher. But when when the apostle and the prophet really come on the scene, which they really have, I mean, in many fronts and in many places all across the earth, they're being set in place because there's a foundation that really is going to allow the church to, to, to rise above the scene greater than ever before. You know, I, I looked at, you know, when they were building the, the Tower One, actually, in, in New York, and I think they went down like seven or eight stories before they did the foundations. You know, and I think that's what the Lord is. He's, he's causing us to go to those deeper places so those foundations can be laid because 
I mean, that, that, that skyscraper now sticks way up where it's this landmark. And see, that's what he really wants to do with the church in this hour. But we've got to have those sure foundations. And part of it, that's why Christ gave us these amazing gifts of, of the apostle and of the prophet, you know? Yeah. And, and even in that dream, you know, Paul represents the apostle. However, I mean, he, he flowed in the prophetic and everything else, too. And then Silas being the prophet. But, but the interesting combination is you actually had Timothy in that realm, too, where he was really a son of the faith. And yet, you know, he was, he was ignited with passion. He was ignited with the prophetic and all those things, too, that I really feel like in this season, Doug, is that it really is the blending of the generations that is going to allow just the grace and the goodness of Jesus to be seen upon a sure foundation so that this, this skyscraper of his presence can be seen in all directions, a lighthouse, a light on the hill, however you want to call it. Yeah, it's powerful, man. I agree with you. It, it's the blending of the generations. And, you know, it, it could be ages, but it also could be just different groups, you know, and just different streams of, of beliefs and things like that. And and some people might not be familiar with some of the things that we're talking about or might not understand them, but the Lord's going to do something new. And I'm believing what, what Stephen's getting here. These are powerful encounters that he's bringing the ability to see in here. He's bringing together the apostolic gift that allows people to to actually do the work, and the, and the prophetic, obvious, you know, so we can hear and see. Plus, I like what you said about Timothy, because Timothy was a pastor. You know, it, it was just bringing them all together. Yeah, because we really need one another. You know, I, when you, even when you look at the natural hand, I mean, lap off one of your fingers, you just can't do the same things you can do. You know what I mean? And I think that's where the, why the Lord really is restoring each of the five in its place, because there's a grace that comes when, when each of those leaders are in their position because the greater dimension of even equipping the saints for the work of the ministry and what's to come even in the spirit, you know, we're moving in these incredible times and it's, it really is. There's a momentum that's begun. And even one of the things the Lord was really showing me too, is that we're heading into this, this season of extraordinary miracles. You know, I think about even, you know, in Acts chapter 19, you know, where it says that, you know, and now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. But I, I feel like, even in that, you know, what, what are those extraordinary miracles? I mean, come on, Luke. I mean, Luke is the one that wrote the book. I mean, that, what, like, why didn't you get more details on that? <laughs> what were the extraordinary things that you saw? But I think part of it, too, is it's not just the, the healing dimensions that we often think about as miracles. But honestly, there's miracles like, like even when we see in the Old Testament where all, manna was coming from heaven. I mean, supply that you couldn't provide if you wanted to. I mean, God's going to provide those supernatural things, and he's going to make a way, you know, where Red Sea was parted, and, and even the, the, the Jordan Rivers, they entered into the, to the land of promise, and you know, there's pillars of fire and smoke and clouds and all kinds of things. Just the manifestation. I really believe we're heading into some very unique times where we're going to begin to hear about just miracles and extraordinary miracles. I mean, what are the ordinary miracles? I mean, you know, Jesus even stated to his friends, you know, and we see this actually in Matthew seven and Matthew ten, seven and eight, he says, you know, as you go preach the gospel of the kingdom, tell them it's near, tell them it's at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons, because freely receive, not freely give it away. So we know that that's really more or less the, the, the ordinary, but there's an extraordinary dimension because God is is raising up a generation that is just gonna so hunger and thirst for righteousness that are going to so go after just all that God has for them. And I think that's part of it. You know, it's, it's not being greedy because God wants to give away even more that we can even think, ask, or even imagine. See, and that's what he's doing. He's going to blow our minds and he wants to just envelop our imagination to dream with him. And when we dream with him, 
I mean, decree and declare it in his name and those things come to pass. So it's a, it's exciting season that we're entering into. Yeah. And, and for people who might be in the workforce and like you and I, we were, we were both in different types of jobs before we came into what God's called us to. And yeah. it's now allowing us to go back and forth. Are you able to now minister into different places besides the church? Well, and that's really interesting because like we're sitting before governmental leaders and similar to what we had talked about earlier about, you know, with, with, with Daniel and with Joseph, you know, they came alongside Kings to give advice and to give what we felt the Lord was saying. And, and so we, we, we got leaders from around the world that actually communicating us, Hey, what's God telling you? What's God asking you? And then in the same sense too, you know, actually we, we, my wife and I uh, feel a real sense of callback, even into to some of the, to the marketplace stuff. And in business, you know, my wife uh, is looking to launch uh, sometime after the first of the year, uh, an actual modeling agency again. You know, she was a model and talent agency for 14 years. And we, 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 we kind of left that behind for a season. We see now that God just brings full circle. And, and so that's one thing that she's looking to launch again. One thing with what is going to happen with the move of the spirit in this time and season, Doug, is that the similar thing that we saw in the upper room, that when, when the spirit came down in power and with fire and blew out the old dispensation, and he burned away the old ways of thinking. It was then as they left the upper room, they headed into the marketplace, and that's when revival happened. And I believe it's the same thing today, that that regardless of what sphere or domain or realm you're called into, honestly, more of the salvations and those kinds of things are going to happen outside what we quote-unquote call the four walls of the church. It's going to happen in the marketplace. And that's where my heart gets really excited, which is I know why some of why the Lord and I, and I know you're a sign prophet, but even sometimes God has us, even in some of the things that we've done, actually to be a sign and actually to be the word, even as there's transition coming. And that's what, some of why we're feeling this compelling, even into the marketplace where we're, there'll be the kind of the dual thing. It's not we're going to leave ministry because there's just too much grace and oil upon that. But there's this dimension, like even when the Apostle Paul traveled many places, he always had his business going. I mean, so he wasn't a burden to those that he was actually ministering to in that moment. And I feel like there's a real grace even for Renee and I um, and others, I believe, in the body of Christ where you're going to do like a, a, a bivocational thing. And I, I believe there's God's just giving grace for that kind of stuff to happen because the revival is going to happen in the marketplace. Yeah, that's exactly right. And um, that happened to me in, in my um, business. And, you know, I I wanted to go into ministry back in the 90s, and I, everyone knew it. They knew the call of God was on me, and, and instead the Lord called me for five years into this computer business and in San Francisco. I'm like, oh, well, I felt like, uh, you know, I felt like it, this might be torment and torture. Then now I look back, and he <laughs> uses that, and yes. it financed us, and, and all kinds of things I learned in the midst of that, and it, I developed my ability to do prophetic evangelism. I was one of the forerunners. I had learned it by going and fixing computers and working in people's offices and giving them words before we were doing it. So it was like a forerunning thing. So now we're bringing it back around full circle, and it also releases finances into the kingdom. That's, I tell That's you, right. it's such a powerful time right now. And I, I'm grateful for you guys that you you can speak into both worlds or all worlds, you know, inside the church, outside the church, and and uh, to be able to raise up this next generation. Yeah, to think outside the box. You know, and honestly, that's that's what our daughter feels. She feels called to the arts and entertainment industry. You know, she doesn't feel, at least for this particular time, where she's called vocation like, like her mom and I are. But 
and we're just we're just right behind her, fanning into flames, you know, because you know, the idea that there's this move of the spirit that's coming, and it's going to be spirited by a bunch of forerunning friends of Jesus that are just going to pave a way for the whole next grace of his of the move of the spirit. Yeah, it is, and uh, you know, it might not make sense, and some people might reject you if you have this unusual call on your life, and I just want to encourage people to be to be encouraged, just to get that hope. You know, the hope deferred makes the heart sick, and that's why God is giving a shot of hope right now, is to not give up on those prophetic words, not give up on what he's called you to do. Maybe you've received something, or maybe you never have received anything. It's a season now for that revelation, though, and I think, you know, part of the dimension where, you know, we see even in the upper room is that in the last days, God says that he's going to pour his spirit on everyone. Yeah. I mean, he's no respect of anybody. I mean, it's going to be young, it's going to be old, it's going to be men, it's going to be women, it's going to be servants, it's going to be, you know, I mean, it's, everybody's going to get it. And, you know, with that, we're all going to prophesy. And I think that's, that's part of what the Lord really wants to, to really set deep, is that we all can prophesy. And part of it is just, just fine-tuning your heart to, to hear how God speaks to you. And I think sometimes we, you know, people like you and I who, who are sometimes caught up in realms can some people can sometimes go, Oh, that doesn't happen to me. But you know what? Maybe it's just even as you read the scripture or, or maybe you're watching a movie and God just begins to speak to you through a movie or a book or even a song that's on the radio. It's just finding those ways that God speaks to you and then just run with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful. You know, I believe that we're in this shift right now. We're going to see a change because uh, we're coming up on these times. I was a church planter and a pastor as well business owner, but the Lord spoke to me a long time ago that our donation-based model for church and ministry might come under fire someday. And I tell you, we're in that time, and that's why it's good to get the financial strategies from what I call the kingdom financial strategies of the Lord. Or or maybe you feel called to something that's a little bit unusual or different. Maybe your kids or your grandkids feel that. I want to encourage you to, like Stephen was saying, think outside the box. Yeah, and, and God is giving us the ability to do that, you know, and I think that's part of it. Sometimes we think, well, if I'm not a pastor, then I'm not in ministry. Well, that's not true, because actually every one of us, the moment we get saved, we become full-time ministers. Exactly. That, that's when the grace happens, you know, and I think that's part of what the Lord wants to do is he really is. You know, before the cross, Doug, it's all level. I mean, it doesn't make a difference how rich you are or how poor you are or how anointed you are. At the foot of the cross, it's, it's, a, it's a level playing field. And see, that's where it all has to begin, with a revelation of how amazing his love is, and then receiving that love, and then just go taking the, that love to the ends of the earth, wherever God has you called. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, we're talking with Stephen Springer, and this has been so good. I just want to have you release this and do an activation prayer over us right now, because there were so many different things, you know, like... We were like um, bouncing off of a few different things, but there was one theme that started at the beginning of this, the message that I mentioned at the beginning about hope deferred and and about hope does not disappoint. And that's what he's in giving you right now is an impartation of that hope. And I know Stephen carries that with his ministry. And so just give us that. Let's just do some an activation prayer right now. Absolutely. Well, first, I just want to say, Doug, I, we so appreciate you and just your ministry you know, over the years, that just even the time you've spent with us, even as a community here in Madison, you've you just really helped us see God even through different lights. And you're just your grace, even on the prophetic evangelism side. And 
how you just, you just ooze that, that reality, that hope, because you, you see through the father's eyes, you know, and I just so appreciate that. Thanks. But, yeah, but just, for, just for our listeners out there, I just, I just want to read actually Romans five, I, even, even as Doug started the show. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in your hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And I just declare that now, that you just receive that amazing hope that God has so freely given to you because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Now, regardless of what you're going through, I just decree and declare that it's your time of breakthrough. It's your time to see the light. And even when it says in Proverbs 13, but when desire comes, it's a tree of life. And I just want to right now release and prophesy and decree life over you because it's in the heart of the Father to bring life to you, that you become that strong tree of life, that when the winds of change and the winds of just circumstance gets crazy, you won't be blown away, tossed to and fro, because you're anchored and rooted and grounded in his love. So I just declare that now in the name of Jesus, that you receive all that the Father has for you, and he's got hope. He really does. He's got a future for you. He's got a hope for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you, but honestly to give you that future and that hope where you're anchored and secure because the definition of hope is the eager expectation of coming good. And I declare that it's coming to you today in the name of Jesus. Man, Lord, release it now. Release, because it's such a prophetic message. You know, I prayed ahead of time and got the same verse that he that he opens with or pretty much, you know, about the hope and hope does not disappoint. So this is going to be the impartation for you, the prophetic impartation of hope and restoration. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm really grateful for you, Stephen. Maybe you could tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you, if you have any resources or how to follow you on the internet. Yeah. Yes, a good way to get a hold of us is at uh, globalpresence.com. That's our website. And you can find me on social media at Stephen Springer. And then on Twitter is uh, Stephen J. Springer. And Instagram is Springer Stephen. So you can find me out there. And again, Doug, I just, again, I really appreciate you and just the way you've been a forerunner and just broken the way open for so many of us to come through and right upon the tail and the wind that you've uh, created. And it's, it's such a blessing. Thank, just, you thank you so much. I love it when, you know, we sometimes don't, Steve and I, we don't see each other for a little bit. And, and then all of a sudden we get together and it's like we never were apart. And that's the way it was just uh, last week when we saw each other. And, and the Lord does that. He says he's knitting people together right now. And this is a time. It really is. Really is a time. I want to encourage you to check out Stephen's stuff and, and you have a school of ministry or something like that? We do. And we'll be, we kind of do a flight. So we've got into the spring semester, we're going to have three different schools that will be going on there. We're still hashing out the, the syllabus for that. But yeah, there's ways that people can participate with that. And then we also have some online schools that we're actually updating right now. And, and just, just fun ways to get activated in the prophetic and the gifts of healing and uh, just going deeper in, in, in the presence of the Lord. It really is that, that dimension of just gazing and beholding the beauty of the Lord and then just going into all your world. Yeah, amazing. All right, everybody. Why don't you check out Stephen and Renee Springer and, you know, get ready to receive hope because it will not yes. disappoint you. Thanks so much for joining mm. us, Stephen. Thank you so much again, Doug. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody. See you soon. 
Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at dougaddison.com.